thing I want to speak about tonight is it's very broad. The word broad is not even the right word. It's a very huge subject. Um, which past few weeks I've been discussing different elements of the fulfillment of Torah mitzvahs in the future, which seemingly we are told will be that will be changed. For example, the halach will be like Beishama instead of Beisilom. That the son of the Amitayim will be bottled on Mashiach, will come, will be nullified. What exactly does that mean? How does it work with the eternity of Torah? How could anything in the Torah change? On a, a similar concept, although it's a different point altogether, is a interesting concept, which is: Are we able to fulfill mitzvahs with objects that are created in a miraculous way? For example, when Mashiach will come. The trees will grow miraculously, right? You'll have on the same day you plant a tree, the fruit will be ready to eat. So the question is, can you fulfill a mitzvah in a, in, through objects that are miraculous? Now, there's many. This is a huge, huge subject that's discussed, and many. It's not a question which only rises regarding Mashiach. Come, it's a question throughout. There's a number of Mamari Chazal, number of stories in the Gemara, number of stories in the Nevi'im, number of Midrashim about the Yidden that all focus on, on that, that, that a lot of Achroinim discuss various different points, whatever you might want to call it, about fulfilling mitzvahs with, with supernatural things. For example, like Boimer, we celebrate as a Minnitit boxer on like Boimer, Caribs. Why is there Minnitit Caribs? The mother says that Abshim and Yechai went to the cave. Yeah, no one, no one was supposed to know where he was, so no one brought him food and drinks. So how did he survive? So they were made that a carob tree grew overnight to produce with carobs and there was a spring of water and he had what to eat and drink for the next 13 years. Yeah. The halacha is that a fruit that grows, first three years you can't eat it, it's early. So how is Rabbi Shimber Yechai allowed to eat? They obviously made the miracle that you grow overnight, you grow right away, so you should have what to eat. But for the first three years you can't use the fruit of the tree, how do they have what to eat? So the answer that's given is very simple. Since it's a miraculous creation, Therefore, he was allowed to eat from it because but the whole prohibition, huh? So, in other words, how how is he able to eat from it? So, the answer is the answer that Achreinim give that's brought down in Svarim, since the, it was created in a miraculous way. So, the prohibition of eating the first three years doesn't apply to a tree that was created through a miracle. It only applies to a tree that's planted in a miraculous way. Someone, that's the question. Open up a can of worms. I'll be in a place, here. There's a lot to discuss over here. You have similar discussion is you have the, 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 in the midbar, the, according to some Adrashim, the Be'erish or Miriam, the water, the midbar that the desert that didn't were in, the Pasuk says was not a place that you were able to plant anything. But it says miraculously, the well of Miriam, they were able to plant in the well, from the well, in the well, through the waters of, the, of Miriam, and they had things growing immediately. So there also, the Rebbe spoke once that there was no chiv, tumor, meiser. There's two things. One thing is with the first three years you could eat it. Another thing is if you have to separate, you know, the halachas, fruits that grow in Eretz Yisrael, you have to separate. So there's no chiv tumor from such a type of thing. I mean, they were anyway in the desert before. But I don't want to get into the, all the nitty gritty here. But there, there, there was, you know, something that grows in a miraculous way. There's no, not, not necessarily his obligation to give tumor You have 
and uh, so on and so forth, many examples. Now you have in, 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 in the various midrashim, what I want to say about the midbar, it's like this, there's, there's a discussion if they were allowed to use for wine, for carbonus, every carbon you bring wine, so we're allowed to use wine made from the grapes that grew miraculously in the desert or not. Similar question. So there's there's a lot of discussion over there. there, there there's there from some places it seems pretty clear. Like I told you the story of Rabbi Shimba Yechai, the things that grow in a miraculous way are not subject to the restrictions of the prohibitions of Torah. You have to give a similar example. You have there's a story. It is a discussion. The Gemara thing if something is created in a supernatural way. Let's say an animal is created. And you have the it's far more interesting thing. Yosef and his brothers, right? Yosef claimed that his brothers were eating Abram and Achai. They're eating limb from a living animal. Oh, how how was he suspecting them of doing so? How, how did they talk and do it? He was suspecting them that they ate limb. Uh, um, uh, Abram and Achai want to arrange. The Magnum Tzmunas from the Shir. So how was so the question is how was Yosef able to uh, how was Yosef able to the brothers obviously were eating Abram and Achai Yosef wasn't suspecting them because of some type of suspicion yeah what was going on over so there's a number of explanations given interesting before one explanation is the brothers created an animal through Sefer Yitzira through using Shemus Akdashim holy names and such an animal there's no prohibition to eat Abram and Achai. The, the laws of the Torah are only uh, only relate to things that are governed by the laws of nature, but things that are not governed by the laws of nature, there's no uh, th- th- there's no there's no prohibition of Avram and Achai. You know, if, let's say from heaven they would create an animal that's not kosher, so to say, but since it's not created in a normal form, not necessarily would there be necessary to eat it. And so that's a ben pikuah. Yeah, you know, there's many different explanations for pikuah. Whatever you find is logically limited. Yeah. Take from everyone. Take from. Uh, they want to hear this. Sh- they're looking for. They're not looking for people to. <laughs> so at any rate, so um, so this discussion is very huge. Now regarding the future, when Mashiach will come, I want to give a very important understanding, which is negated, the whole continuation of the question, which is like this. The question only relates to fulfilling Torah mitzvahs with things that are created in a miraculous way. Once, when Mashiach will come, it's not necessarily shot that then things will be created in a miraculous way, but rather the nature of things will change. In other words, let's say if today the nature of a tree is that it takes a year to grow. A Mashiach will come, the nature will be, will grow in one day. Is that considered miraculous? It's not considered a miraculous. If the nature is that everything grows in the three years, and all of a sudden one tree out of the blue grows overnight, that's a miracle. But if the nature changes, it's not considered a, 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 a nace in the first place. So you have, the, there's a whole discussion, which there's a lot to understand and to discuss, but... The, the Rebbe speaks about, in, 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 the, in the Sikha that the Rebbe has discussing the different periods of Mashiach coming, the Rebbe says that in the second period, be, the nature itself will undergo a change. Since the nature itself will undergo a change, so therefore, it's, 
are based on that logic, comes out that you're not fulfilling Tater Mitzvahs with miraculous things. In other words, I'll add a little bit more explanation. A lot of things that will change in the future are because when the world was originally created, it was meant to be a certain way. For example, Tater says when they created the world, the world was meant that the tree should be planted, should grow the day that they're planted. That's the way the world was meant to be. So is it considered a miracle? So, so now, if a tree would grow overnight, it's considered a miracle. But when the nature reverts back to the way it was originally, it won't be considered a miracle that this tree grew in a miraculous way. This was this what was the nature of the, of the tree lechatchila. The nature of the world originally was that bread should grow from the ground. You shouldn't have to have wheat and grind the wheat and turn it into flour and then knead it and bake it and so on and so forth. But you go outside, you pick up ready fresh bread growing from the ground. So if today such a loaf of bread would grow, it's a Dovernisi, it's a miraculous thing. So it's a quite, so it will, you know, who says you'll, you know, who says you could be Yetzelah Mishnah with it? Who says you could, uh, who's, but what happens in the future, but the world originally when it was created, that's the way it was meant to be. Before Chet Eitzadas, the nature of the world was meant that, 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 that the bread should grow out on the ground the way it is, ready made. So when the world reverts back to its initial nature, it's not considered a miracle, it's considered this is a nature. So in essence, if you fast forward the way the world will be, Tachlis Tikkunla, this eventual Shleimus in the times of Mashiach, so many of the things that we call today miraculous are not going to be considered miraculous at that time, they're considered nature. But the question arises, the Rebbe gives a fundamental point, that in the first period of when Mashiach comes, the world itself, the nature of the world won't be changed. There will be certain miracles that will take place. But first of all, it will only happen in Eretz Yisrael. And in Eretz Yisrael itself, it won't be considered the nature of the, of, of the world. It will be considered, let's say, exactly how do you understand the difference, whether you say the nature changed or not changed, I'm not exactly sure, I don't want to get stuck on that. But Good, but in other words, in the second period is when the world will reach its, its, its complete sequence. And then the world will revert to its own inherent nature where all these things that we call miracles, that's really the nature of the world. But in the first period, it will still be in the world at large. The world will still be that in the world, at least by the going, let's say, outside of Eretz Yisrael. There will still be the possibility for a going to do an Aveda. There will still be, not in the whole world, you're not going to have that trees will grow overnight, it's going to be Neres Yisrael will happen. It won't necessarily happen throughout the world. It won't be that the nature of the world, as is, will change. It will be a miracle that will take place, especially for the Yid in Yisrael. So in such a type of, so in such a type of, so in other words, even in times of Mashiach, if we break it down, there's really two stages. There's the later stage, and then all these things that we call miracles will actually be the nature of the world itself. But then there's the earlier stage, when the world itself, the nature of the world will still won't be perfectly refined. So all, a lot of these things that we're speaking about are going to remain as a supernatural occurrence. It's not going to be considered the actual nature of the world. So then the question is, could you fulfill Taito Mitzvahs with these... First of all, there's two points of it. The first point is, do these things have... A, is there a mitzvah, could you fulfill Taito Mitzvahs with them? And then there's a deeper question. The deeper question is that we know that the ultimate fulfillment of Taito Mitzvahs will be when your Mashiach will come. And after then, you know, we see all these miracles happening. So, but you're not gonna have other things. That's the only thing you're gonna have. Can you fulfill with that? If you cannot fulfill with that, yeah. So let's say if the world, no, we can't. Don't so not let's say there's a mitzvah to give through Mr. Maestris, 
Yeah, from 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 from. Okay, the mitzvah to mitzvah applies a number of things, but but you but uh, you have you have everything grows by saying that same day. Yeah, so everything that grows is considered miraculous. There's no mitzvah giving through more my serve. So. so the same as now that you're appointed for mitzvahs also. So so so, so it becomes whatever. It's not anyway. So I so. Give an example of oil. You won't be able to have natural oil. Ain't no chenam. That's the shayla. It's not because you won't be able to you won't be able to light the menorah. Yeah. This, this, this if if you say that you can't fulfill mitzvahs with miraculous things, and this is the way everything is going to grow. So the point is, there's a, there's a number of points over here. One point is like this. One answer, an interesting answer Sefer Kav Chaim, one of the Achredim, says interesting words. He says that when the whole type of life that you have is supernatural, what you did in the Midbar, right? Everything was supernatural. You had the clouds, you had the moon, you had the water from the well of Miriam. Everything that was going on was miraculous. So in the case of things that are supernatural, so if so, there's no problem fulfilling mitzvahs with supernatural things. Because your whole life, everything that you have, L'Chadchil, it's a Hanhoga, that's the whole way the world is running, at least for the Jewish people, is in a supernatural way. So if so, if you're going to fulfill a mitzvah with something supernatural, I, I would rephrase it in another way, even though I don't want to get stuck in how, how you... And when everything is miraculous, miracles are nature. You understand? The nature is, is nishta. The nature is nishta. Huh? The what? That's Balshem. Balshem says that. Balshem says that. Yeah, so in other words, when you when, when everything is miracle, so in a certain sense, your nature, lachatchila, is, is is miraculous. So what's the pal if you use if you be mekayim to mitzvah with that? That's one of them. But the Rebbe really, what the Rebbe says, the, the, the Rebbe explains like this. The Rebbe, the, 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 the Rebbe discusses the state Kuf, it's a few places. The Rebbe talks about this. The Rebbe says that the, 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 here's a lot where Chassidus comes in. Again, I'm just scratching the surface. A lot to discuss over here. Why do you have to fulfill mitzvahs dafka with physical things? So the Rebbe brings, the Rebbe discussed a number of times the famous story of the Alter Rebbe with Kiddush Levana. Alter Rebbe, when he was in prison, so he was imprisoned after uh, so, after Sukkot, and uh, he was remained in prison 53 days. So whether it was Chesed or Kislev, whichever month it was, Alter Rebbe wanted to be Mikdash Levana. So one of Alter Rebbe had the opportunity. He was being taken from the Al Rebbe was kept on, the, on an island. That's where they kept. Uh, they had this fortress for these prisoners. Al Rebbe was being taken for interrogation, so they had to take him from one place to the other place over water. So he was in a boat. So the Levana was out. He wanted the Kaddish Levana. So he asked. Everyone knows the story. He asked the captain, the one that was rowing the boat, to stop. He didn't want to stop. So the Al Rebbe stopped the boat in his own way. And then the Al Rebbe said the Kapitel Halaluka, the preparation for Kaddish Levana. Then he asked again the Captain to stop. This time he already understood that it doesn't make sense for him not to stop. But he asked Al Treva, what would Al Treva give him first? Al Treva gave him Xaviat Kotcha, his hand writing, he gave him a bracha. So he stopped the boat and he said the, the bracha, whatever. The Rebbe asks the question, Al Treva was able to stop the boat and he's already stopped and he said, Halaluka, why couldn't Al Treva just finish Kiddush Levon? And not only that, it's, it's a very, for the Al Treva to have his Xaviat Kedish. Roaming around in the boy's house, if you think about it, that was 
Yeah, frame, whatever. Yeah. The Chidik Rabbi uses the lotion that it's one of the ploys of the Ebishter, it's Tamim Dein, one of the ploys, the one is of Ashkoch Al Yoyna, the Ebishter's province, Al-Trebis, Ksaviyat Kodesh is in the house of a Goy. So, Al-Trebis ought to say, sacrifice, you had to sacrifice something in order to fulfill the mitzvah by having the captain repeat. al already stopped the boat, why didn't he finish it? So the Rebbe explains that the ultimate purpose of mitzvahs is that they should be fulfilled in the tab of this world. The point of Tayyip mitzvahs is not to change the world from the outside, but it's to change the world from the inside, so it has to be fulfilled through Teva. So when the captain wasn't allowing him to do Kiddush Lebana, the Rebbe stopped the boat to show the captain that he's able to. So to get the captain, the Bederach HaTeva, so to say, he should agree to stop the boat, so he should be able to actually fulfill the mitzvah of Kiddush Lebana. So the Rebbe speaks a lot about, in the first period of Mashiach, which is, so to say, the natural period, to say, it's, 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 according to the Ramah Malis, it's going to be a time of the natural period. The Rebbe spoke a number of times that the mile of that period is that then will be the fulfillment of mitzvahs, the Derech HaTeva. The Rebbe once asked in the Sicha, and the, the, the Sicha, I mean, the Sicha is part of the movie, the Sicha and Kehel Chazayin, and Shaitkub, so this part of the Sicha, isn't it? The Rebbe asked, why? If the second period of Mashiach is so great, why isn't it going to happen right away? So the Rebbe said, because in the first period there's a very great advantage, and then fulfilling the Mitzvah, the Derech HaTeva. So, the Rebbe explains, the Rebbe says that the Iker, in other words, there's a number of elements here that I don't have time to get into it. Apich says the word of Tehidah Mitzvah is, 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 is not to, to, to is, 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 was given Tehidah Leib HaShemayim, the Tehidah doesn't apply to heaven, Tehidah is given this physical earth. The point is to facilitate in its natural way. However, we have to now understand the second period of Mashiach now. <laughs> so, what's happening over there? So, so, so there the Rebbe, there's a, again, there's, there's a lot to understand, a lot to speak about. The Rebbe says, the, the, the Rebbe gave a hadran on the Ramam, the Rebbe explains there that in the Shlemus of the world there's two stages. One shlemus of the world, the avoid of the yid, of, of doing Torah mitzvahs, is that to bring the world to a certain level of completion that it should be one with godliness. And that itself is two stages. The first stage is that the world should be one with godliness that's limited to the level of creation. In other words, that there's a certain... The oilam by itself has a certain gather that it's, it's has, it has its own its own criteria how it exists. And... The idea is to, cre- to, to connect the world the way the world remains in its own exist, in its own realm of existence with godliness. Then the Rebbe says is a higher level, which is where the world, so to say, becomes, leaves its existence and unites itself with the Ebishter, which is higher than the Gedotim of the world, higher than the, um, however exactly the, 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 you put it, the definitions of the world, so to say, lose themselves by becoming one with the Ebishter. The Rebbe spoke, you have in the Rambam, the world, the Rebbe spoke a number of times, the world will be covered, the knowledge of Hashem is water covers the sea. That the sea, so to the, all the creations in the sea, so to say, lose their identity. I mean, they exist, but they lose their identity, they become submerged in the identity of the water. So the Rebbe says, in a certain sense, there's, 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 there's two levels of Avoida. One level of Avoida, which retains, which, which is relevant, is manas, and, is, and, and that level of Avoida will reach its peak, its perfection, the first period of Mashiach, is to bring the elokus that's shayach to the world within within the world itself. Now, that, that, for that thing to be accomplished, that's done dafka through fulfilling Torah mitzvahs within the laws of nature. 
And that's the ultimate purpose of Tayra Mitzvah, is that they should be fulfilled within the laws of nature, so that the nature itself becomes one the level of godliness that it's trying to obtain. The ultimate level, however, of, of the second period of Mashiach is what the Rebbe said, that the world is nisala to a level of shleimus that's higher than the Tava of the world by itself. So we hear, once, in other words like this, once the world reaches its complete shleimus, once the world becomes completely one with godliness that it's able to to contain within its own level of existence, there's a high, now it doesn't stop there, you know, there's another level you go to. Once you reach the perfection of that level, then you go to the high level. The high level is, it's not shaykh to the gedorim of the world itself, it's not shaykh to the definition of the world of the world, but the world gets elevated to higher level. According to that way that Rebbe explains, comes out that the whole, in other words, the way how you fulfill Tehra Mitzvahs in the second period is in a call on a different, the first period, the Tehra Mitzvahs is still Mesiachet to the world. Tehra Mitzvahs that we do is still relate to the world and to the laws of nature. The second period, the Tehra Mitzvahs is more to bring a revelation of godliness that's completely higher than the level of, of creation. Tehra Mitzvahs that we're doing then, the focus is not on the world, the focus is on is on the etzim of Elokos, it's higher than Briya. Zay Bazoi, L'choyra, again, the Rebbe doesn't tie just as clear, but that's the way it's mashma. If so, there's no problem if the Kima Tehra Mitzvahs doesn't fit with the laws of nature at that point. So now, with, with again, with the, the, within the laws of so, so, so here, yeah, the questions are pinigla. How you able to do mitzvahs then? So there's a number of answers for that. One simple answer is like this. One answer is that that first of all, one simple answer is like what I mentioned before that the nature itself will change. So it's not considered miraculous. Um, there's another point that there are sometimes rebel Moshe has. Rebbe says that by the uh, that that. The Rebbe brings a medrash that when the Yevonim said that the women can't keep Taras and Mishpach. So they destroyed the Mekvois. So what happened was, is that it says, this interesting medrash, the Ebesh made a miracle that were Mekvois that appeared in the houses of the Yidim, where they were able to be tabled, the women were able to be tabled. So the Rebbe says, you can't, how could you fulfill a mitzvah with something miraculous? So, but it's, again, there's a number of places where it's mashma like this, some places mashma like There's a lot of discussion about the difference between discussing the conceptual idea, the reason why Apich Siddhis, Tehidah Mitzvahs, you should at least try to fulfill. I'm not discussing, one thing is whether, according to Halacha, you could fulfill Mitzvahs or not with miraculous things. That's already, there's a lot, there's many, many different ways to look at it. The, another thing is, what is Taka, the reason Apich Siddhis, why the Ebesh is set up the Gdarim of Tehidah Mitzvahs in a way that you have to do it Apitav, because that's the gather of Tehidah Mitzvahs, the way Tehidah Mitzvahs right now is, is to bring a Shlemus in the world. The whole Tehidah Mitzvahs is to, is, 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 so to say, modern to mukbal, according to the Gedorim of Teva, is limited to the definition of Nath. No! No, that's the whole word. The word is once the world reaches that Tachlis, once the world once the world itself, in its own definition of time and space and limitations of nature, or every single element of nature becomes one with the Epishter, now the world is ready for the next step where it goes above itself. As long as the world, nature of the world itself is not completely one with godliness, so then the whole avoid is to take that the world should become the way the world is attacked and in the Gedorim of attacked and to make it one with Holocaust. But once that avoid is complete, why does the world have to remain attacked now? Let the world, 
go to even a higher level. Let it become one with godliness that's higher than creation. There's no need for the There's no I'll put it in very simple places. The whole the whole reason why it's limited to Teva is because you have to you have to elevate Teva. Once Teva is elevated, so why do you have to have Teva Mrs. limited to Teva? This is the Achid Yichudim. Fine, the Yichudim, I guess. Anyway, that's it.